Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Hey, and welcome to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you this evening until 11 o'clock. Listen, if there's ever been a show where you need to wake the kids and phone the neighbors, this is it. We're going to talk to a Navy SEAL in about 15 minutes. How cool is that? I bet that this guy could reach out through the phone line and kill me 17 different ways. He's a Navy SEAL. Except his, he's retired Navy SEAL Lieutenant Jason Redman, and he has been working for the past two weeks with Operation uh, Pineapple Express, where a bunch of ex-Special Forces guys got apparently some funding for some rich people, and they were assisting getting Americans out of Afghanistan. What a guy he is. We're going to talk to him a little bit later this evening. But, uh, hey, as you know, I love getting text messages, phone calls, emails. Uh, you can even contact us by Smoke Signal or Carrier Pigeon. Now, Smoke Signal, the only time I've been I've been contacted by Smoke Signal was by Senator Elizabeth Warren. So except for that, I haven't had that come up yet. But, but uh, you know the phone line's here, 314-436-7900. Call or text, except when we're doing interviews, we will want to hear from you this evening. Also, most folks listen on the, you know, of course, 50,000 Red Hot Watts of Camo X 1120. But have you listened on 98.7 FM? That's what I listen to when I'm driving around St. Louis. I listen to 98.7 because it's the exact same programming, only better. Or you can even download the Odyssey app uh, from the App Store or go to odyssey.com. Lots of ways to listen. I got some emails this week from some folks who always listen to this show by podcast, and that is fantastic as well. So however you choose to listen, 
We're just glad that you are, in fact, listening. Also, if you ever want to send me an email, I get emails throughout the week. Uh, that's I always enjoy those, and I always respond. Be young, B-Y-O-U-N-G, at harrisdowell.com, H-A-R-R-I-S, as in Sam, D as in David, O-W-E-L-L. That's the email address for my law firm, Harris, Dowell, Fisher, and Young. But tonight, listen, I'm not even going to charge you a retainer tonight. Not at all. It's when waived from 8 to 11. We're going to be dealing with some legal issues. In particular, we're going to talk about this Supreme Court case uh, that uh, the Texas law, the Texas abortion law, you heard it, top of the hour news. You heard everyone's fretting about it. The left is coming unglued about it. And I'm going to tell you right now, everything you've heard about this Supreme Court decision last night, five to four, everything you've heard about it is wrong. Everything. Uh, Because there's been no analysis other than the obvious, that the court refused to put a stay on this abortion law. And oh my goodness, the sky is falling. That's been the extent of the analysis. But I'm going to break down for you. I'm not going to, you don't even have to have a law degree. It's going to be very simple. I'm going to break down what the court did, why they did it, and why it's truly what the court did last night, I believe at around midnight. What they did was not extraordinary in any way. In fact, it was a very common procedure, what they did. And they did it for a reason that is unconnected with politics, which is, I know, hard to believe. Because today, I mean, if you want to order... A cheeseburger, there's politics involved, okay? But this had nothing to do with politics. And so I will break that down for you as the evening unfolds. Speaking of politics, I don't know if you've heard, we're in this thing called a pandemic. I don't know, you probably haven't heard about it. But uh, the CDC this week, the Center for Disease Control, they, they sent out a tweet and I screenshot saved it because I thought, really? This was the CDC's official announcement this week. They were, they were asking Americans, quote, I'm quoting, are you using inclusive language? And they directed Americans to go to the CDC.gov webpage titled Preferred Terms for Select Population Groups and Communities. So in the middle of a global pandemic where where people across the globe, millions of people have been impacted by this global pandemic, and the CDC is trying to fight off the the Delta variant and the rise of the communicable disease across our country, and they're taking time to text us about using inclusive language? Really? Maybe, Maybe the CDC hasn't heard that there is a pandemic, so maybe I need to call them up and just say, hello, you know there's a pandemic going on? Maybe they don't know. Maybe they just don't know. So I may look into trying to give them a call to fill them in. And speaking of the uh, speaking of the meltdown on the left when it comes to the uh, the decision in Texas or the new Texas law, George Takei. Now listen, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I I love Star Trek. Okay, but George Takei is a nut. Here's what he said today on Twitter. Now I'm quoting. The same party that demands freedoms just offered Texas vigilantes $10,000 bounties to turn in their neighbors who seek abortions. And the Supreme Court greenlit this. Vote in 2022 like your life depends on it because it does. Unquote. So that was from George Takei. But 
as I was reading George Takei's tweet, you know, it occurred to me that it's kind of his choice of words were rather ironic, don't you think? Because since the lives of unborn children actually do depend on whether abortion laws are overturned, how dare he say that the li- our lives depend on it when he's talking about a procedure that kills lives? Actually, it's the unborn people's lives that depend on the law, George Takei, you nut. Not the people who are reading your tweets, but, uh, you know, that uh, that subtlety, I think, was lost on Mr. Takei. Hey, coming up after this break, we're going to talk to, as I mentioned, retired U.S. Navy SEAL Lieutenant Jason Redman on how he assisted this privately funded effort to get Americans and American allies out of Afghanistan after the takeover by the Taliban. Brad Young in with you this evening. You do not want to go away. Stick around. Don't just listen to the news. React to it. We are the voice of St. Louis. Everyone is welcome. You know, since the fall of Kabul, we've heard from a lot of analysts and so-called experts on what happened. You've heard it. I've heard it. And the struggle to evacuate American soldiers has been analyzed up one side and down the other. Uh, But what we haven't heard from is from the folks who were actually participating or helping or being a part of that evacuation. So I wanted to hear from the most trusted expert you could ever find. Lieutenant Jason J. Redman, he's a U.S. Navy SEAL wounded in Iraq. Purple Heart recipient and a man that I have admired for many years, Lieutenant Redmond. Welcome to KMOX St. Louis. Uh, Brad, thanks for having me on. Hello, St. Louis. And uh, I don't know if I'm an expert on all of these things, so but I appreciate the vote of confidence. Well, you are. I've I've uh, I've followed your career. You've written several books. You're a powerful motivational speaker. But before we get into some of those things, which I absolutely want to get into before we conclude our interview, uh, I wanted to talk about Afghanistan. And as the U.S. government scrambled to get allies and Americans out of Afghanistan after the Taliban took over, uh, groups of U.S. military veterans jumped into action to help evacuate vulnerable Afghans and American citizens still trapped in the city. Tell us about Operation Pineapple Express. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Scott Mann is a retired Green Beret. And uh, basically, as uh, the Taliban swept across the country, there were a lot of uh, terrified uh, allies of ours, individuals that we had worked side by side with who truly just vetted an amazing Afghans, individuals that had fought with us, individuals who had provided intelligence information to us, individuals who had worked in the new government. And also individuals who had been approved by the U.S. government with special immigrant visas to come to America or relocate elsewhere so they wouldn't be uh, left behind, you know, with the Taliban sweeping through. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when that occurred, there were a lot. And obviously, they wanted to get out as quickly as they could. And many of them, unfortunately, weren't able to do that. One of those was Scott's interpreter. So Scott talked to him and and you know, struggled to figure out a way, reached out to some friends, fellow special operations veterans and and military intelligence uh, operatives, uh, other government intelligence operatives. And they basically came up with this idea to leverage their contacts both on the ground and, uh, you know, really across the country, even even globally, those living elsewhere that we were in contact with and created a virtual underground railroad mechanism called the Pineapple Express. 
and the um, and uh, pineapple was the code word utilized to bring that interpreter through the wire uh, into Hamid uh, Karzai International Airport, which started this whole process. Um, you know, from there it just grew, and and that's how I got involved. Probably, I don't know, maybe maybe seventy two hours after that happened, I had a friend reach out to me and say, "Hey, can you help me get our interpreter out?" And I knew Scott, I was friends with Scott and reached out to him and he said, Hey man, join us. You know, we need more guys like you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that turned into us, you know, working diligently to try and get out as many, um, both American citizens and Afghan veterans. And to date, uh, task force pineapple has managed to evacuate a thousand Americans, Afghan wow. veterans, interpreters, numerous VIPs, uh, using that same virtual mechanism. And I think a lot of people, you know, Brad, just for your info, because I think a lot of people think that we were in Afghanistan doing this on the ground. And uh, the reality is we were not. Uh, we did this virtually from around the world. Uh, I was doing it right from my office. I was doing it from my uh, bedroom at times. Amazing. Uh, but but really leveraging our networks and our understanding of how Afghanistan and the battlefield works to move these people around, mm-hmm. um, keep them out of danger from the Taliban, and, and then utilizing the people we knew to get them into the Karzai airport. And just so folks know, th- this was an entirely privately funded, privately operated operation. Well, it wasn't really privately. Yes, absolutely. But, I mean... It wasn't entirely a lot of funding. We all just volunteered our time and, and you know, resources to make this happen. Um, I know both Scott and I, I even pulled in, um, you know, some of my staff from my company uh, to help with some of the things we were doing because managing all this just mm-hmm. as as word got out of what we were doing, just managing all of it just grew and grew and grew. So. Yeah, right outside of St. Louis here. And again, we're talking to uh, Lieutenant Jason J. Redman, a retired U.S. Navy SEAL. And just so you know, right outside of St. Louis is Scott Air Force Base, which is what manages airlift command for the Air Force across the globe. And so we're familiar here in St. Louis with what it takes logistically to, to carry on operations around the globe. It takes a lot of people, it takes a lot of resources, and it takes a lot of communication. And you guys marshaled all of that to help a thousand people. And here's what I want to get to these, a lot of these folks, and you mentioned this were Afghans who had been helping us for the past 20 years. How did these people put their lives on the line for America for the past 20 years to the extent that it justified this level of involvement to return that favor, to get them out of Afghanistan? Brad, that's what we were committed to. So, um, you know, we we personally feel that, um, unfortunately, I guess, just the magnitude of this crisis overwhelmed government resources. And, I mean, that's the only thing that Task Force Pineapple, uh, you know, kind of thinks. So we stepped in to try and assist and and supplement those efforts. And and the reason being is because we really reasonably believe that uh, we needed to do this because, you know, our... Mm -hmm individuals we had worked with, these Afghan allies, were an immediate threat of serious bodily injury or death, and that's already occurred. So we're continuing to stay true to that. We wanted to honor the promise that the U.S. government had made to these individuals to get them out. Um, you know, now we're, we're into phase two. And phase two for us right now is we are totally focused on getting our people to safety inside Afghanistan. Um, we, we're focused on layup sites, 
safe houses, shelter, food, clothing, medical. Uh, those things right now is what we're focused on while we while we wait for guidance from the Department of Defense and the Department of State, because, uh, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, we're doing everything uh, in coordination with our government and military. You know, the first phase is over and now we're moving to that second phase. And it's pretty amazing what we've accomplished. I mean, some of the things that we've done, I mean, a perfect story of this is we had an Afghan family that it was an at-risk family prior to um, the the final withdrawal of the U.S. military. And this family had been working with some non-government organizations and Department of State, and they had been directed to get on the buses with other families. These were SIB Afghan allies, uh, special immigrant visa. And about 250 of them got on these buses and they were, you know, vectored to outside Karzai Airport. And they were just sitting there waiting to get in and they could not get in. Well, the Taliban came up, uh, started screaming at all these people, dragging people off the bus and then started shooting um, above the buses and around the buses. They did not shoot the buses, mm. but obviously it created chaos. All these families ran away, and they were all dispersed throughout Kabul. Well, the at-risk family that reached out to us was actually in a small house, uh, and they were at high risk of compromise and being found by the Taliban. And they contacted Task Force, Pine- Task Force Pineapple, and uh, we, we coordinated with them using our network. We found a safe house. We developed a movement plan, and we got them to this new, safer location. Um, so, you know, those are some of the things that we're doing now, and that's what we're focused on uh, while we continue to, um, you know, work, standing by to work with our Department of State and DOD because we're focused on rescue, recovery, resettlement, reintegration, and then hopefully repurposing of these individuals here in the United States, um, you know, to be able to do amazing things. I mean, they showed they have incredible capabilities in Afghanistan. And uh, those of us in Task Force Pineapple believe they can have uh, an amazing purpose, potentially even working with uh, DOD or, you know, other organizations with their proven skill sets. Thank you. We're talking to uh, Lieutenant Jason J. Redmond, retired U.S. Navy SEAL. And Jay, I, I followed your career, uh, followed you for a long time, and and folks need to know if they don't already that, of course, you were injured in Iraq very severely. I believe it was in 2007. And as I've followed your journey and your story, particularly in your book, uh, the the initial book that you wrote, Trident. Uh, your your healing process involved you changing your focus from your own injuries to having an external focus on others. Do you think some of that was at play with the folks that you participated with on Operation Pineapple Express to focus from their own, perhaps their own issues that they had or injuries or PTSD to fo- focusing externally on helping others in need? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think so. For all of us that were involved in this, I mean, we've seen the worst sides of war. And I think sometimes there's a disconnect. You know, the American people, when they think about Afghanistan or they think about Iraq and these war-torn places that frequently we go, they, they, they think that it's filled with nothing but bad guys, if you will. And the reality is that's just not true. Um, you know, the Taliban, I, I was reading a report, I think they're about 100,000 strong. Um, but there's 37 million people in Afghanistan, and those people are, um, they're just like you and I. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, our cultures are different, but at the end of the day, they're human, and they're mothers and fathers and sons and daughters, and they want to have a good life. And for us as military members that work with them, 
that's what we wanted to help. And, and when you think about us moving individuals through the Taliban-controlled Kabul in this chaotic, terrifying environment where frequently the Taliban was beating people, uh, frequently they, um, there was all kinds of bad things that happened that night. This wasn't just a lone commando or interpreter we were moving. These were families. I mean, the family that I tried to get the safety on the night of the bombing um, was a young interpreter with his wife and his two-year-old daughter and four-month-old that they had moved for 72 hours. Um, that, that, to do something like that, I think mm-hmm. we, we feel like, for many of us, it gives you a, a purpose. It gives you a mission again. And more than anything, I feel like it's the American thing to do. Like, as Americans, you know, throughout our history, we have stepped up to take care of others, especially especially when others have taken care of us. So I just hope that uh, the American people will understand that and they will, you know, continue to push on our Department of State and our and our government to continue to help these people. There's a lot of people still trapped behind enemy lines, um, you know, there. And, uh, and Task Force Pineapple is working with them and we're standing by to assist the Department of State and DOD in any way we can to help them honor this, uh, honor that promise. Well, I know we only have another minute or so with you. We're talking to Lieutenant Jason J. Redmond, retired U.S. Navy SEAL. But I, I want to ask you this. From, from virtually all Americans, we saw this crisis occurring rather quickly in Kabul and in Afghanistan. And we were just spectators. And yet your mindset, the mindset of other like-minded veterans, wasn't just to be a spectator, but how can we actively go and make this situation better and improve the lives of people who have helped the United States. And and I know that your second book, Overcome, and I know that's a that's a big focus of of your current uh, uh, corporation about overcoming having an overcoming mindset. So can you just explain what does that mean, an overcome mindset? And and how does Operation Pineapple Express or Task Force Pineapple Express, how is that just a real-world example of how people can tackle adversity? No, Brad, it's a great example. I think right now and there's a, a current mindset in America that, uh, you know, we're all victims, that, uh, you know, you can't you – know, I talk about the X. The X is the point of attack. It's the point of a crisis. It's whatever sticking point people have in their lives. And, you know, there's this pervading idea that you're just a victim and you're stuck on that X and you cannot get off that X without, you know, somebody's help, the government or, you know, because of your race, creed, color, background, demographic, whatever, you're just stuck on that X and can't help yourself. And that's just not true. Um, The reality is everyone has the ability to get off that X and drive forward. And that's what the overcome mindset is about. Um, It is the idea that, you know, step by step, we all have the ability to change the outcome of what's happening in our lives, even in a crisis. And this, uh, what happened here in Afghanistan was a perfect example. I mean, maybe not everybody out there across America has the ability and, you know, the experience level to do the things we did, but I think we need Americans to get more involved in in the political spectrum. I, I think they need to truly understand what's happening in our country. I think a lot of people have become apathetic to what's going on in our nation. Mm-hmm. And they've just kind of let things happen. And not only that, they're just we're looking at the short term picture. What's in it for me? Uh, And we need to start looking in at what's in the long term picture for America. What's in the long term picture for our kids and grandkids so that we're leaving them a good future. Um, And I think what happened here with Task Force Pineapple is a perfect example of individuals who 
demonstrated that overcome mindset and said, we're going to get off the X, we're going to help these people, and hopefully we can continue to do so to honor that promise, um, you know, working alongside our government to make that happen. You know, I've often said, I've said it many times, uh, that what makes Navy SEALs so lethal and dangerous uh, and amazingly uh, uh, in every way isn't the weapons they carry, but the weapons that is that's between their ears, and you've kind of demonstrated that here by using a, helping someone on the other side of the world as an example of how we can face our own X, whatever that is. If folks, uh, Jay, if folks want more information about your books, your courses, uh, how they can develop this overcome mindset, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me at jasonredmond.com, and if you're interested in uh, doing more with uh, to support. Uh, Task Force Pineapple, you can support at OperationRecovery.org. Very good. Hey, thanks for your time. Lieutenant Jason J. Redmond, retired U.S. Navy SEAL, thank you for your service, and thank you for being on CAMOX. Brad, my honor. Thank you, man. Thank you. When we come back from this break, we're going to take your phone calls, 314-436-7900. What do you think about this? They, they develop an operation to get people out of, out of Afghanistan when the U.S. military is overwhelmed and overburdened, and they did it by themselves. To me, that's amazing. And the kind of things that Jason J. Redmond said, did it spark anything in you in terms of overcoming that X, whatever that X or crisis is in your life? Give us a call, 314-436-7900. Call or text at your service. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Get the inside story on what's happening with your St. Louis Cardinals this season directly from the Redbirds manager. It's the Mike Schilt Show, Sunday mornings at 10-15, sponsored by Bath Fitter, on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. I'm not going to read through this list of stuff that we left behind in Afghanistan because it 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 staggers the mind the the millions and billions of dollars worth of equipment that we have left in Afghanistan for the Taliban to now use against us is really staggering and I didn't have time to ask Lieutenant Redmond about that but uh but just just briefly 22,000 Humvees we've left over there uh M1117 armored vehicles if you google that you're going to see that that's like this big armored troop carrier uh, with a 50 caliber machine gun mounted on top. And a 50 caliber machine gun isn't like a machine gun that you would see in a movie. I mean, these are the kind that that fire shells that are like six to nine inches long, or the bullets. They're massive. They're like small missiles. And we've left tons of these M1117 armored vehicles, night vision gear. You know, it, when the U.S. forces go overseas, the, the phrase is we own the night because we have all of our troops with night vision goggles. And so the enemy is just standing there. They don't know what's going on because they can't see in the dark. Well, now the Taliban can. And that's equipment that they can use. Now, we've seen some video and some anecdotal evidence of, of the Taliban having now Black Hawk helicopters, some A-29 Takano aircraft. But they're not effectively going to use those things because they're not trained on using that equipment. They certainly aren't going to use those uh, giant Chinook helicopters, okay, because they don't know how to fly them. And the first time they fly, it's going to go into a mountain. So that's not really an issue. But I think the number is 500,000 assault weapons, 500,000 M16 automatic rifles. And you'll notice now that the you know the Taliban used to carry AK-47s, and if you don't know guns very well, AK-47s, although extremely well known, they are the cheapest, poorest made gun you could ever fire. The vast majority of them now are made in China, and they're stamped instead of milled. What does that mean? They just the the machinery uh, that used to make those guns. They're just punch-press stamped pieces of metal that don't fit together very well. And so, consequently, when people use them, they explode on them as often as they can do damage to whomever they're firing at. But now all these Taliban that were carrying these pieces of junk, uh, uh, AK-47s, they're all now toting M16s made in the United States. Best equipment you can buy. And they're carrying that equipment. Can that eventually be used against the United States, absolutely. It not only can, but folks, it will. And it's just a matter of time. And that is a sad reality of what we're having to deal with. But all of those Humvees, the, the Humvees are ubiquitous. You know, I think the first person I, I ever saw with a, uh, a private citizen that had a Humvee was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And that's back when he could he could proudly be a conservative. And now he's had to run from that because he stopped getting invited to parties. Uh, and apparently the party that he stopped getting invited to was the dialect coaching party. You know, he's always missed those parties. Uh, but uh, uh, but there's 22,000 of these Humvees now 
that's owned by the Taliban. So instead of having to cross Afghanistan uh, riding a horse or a camel, they're going in equipment that you paid for. They're driving and firing weapons. They're driving guns and armored vehicles and firing weapons and bullets that you and I paid for. And that's atrocious. Now, some people are calling for the impeachment of Biden over this. I'm completely against that. That is not that's not an impeachable offense. That is not under the Constitution, a high crime or a misdemeanor. It's wrong. He should be called out on it. Of course, the mainstream media, even here, had no choice but to call him out on it. But it's not impeachable. It is not an impeachable offense. And in fact, I think over the last few years now, we've certainly seen that twice with Trump, is that folks want to use the impeachment as uh, like in, in parliamentary systems, like in England, they have something called a vote of no confidence. And impeachment is not the same as a vote of no confidence. And so as much as I disagree with Biden and his positions here, it's certainly not an impeachable offense. One of the positions that Biden came out with today was was castigating this decision from the U.S. Supreme Court to allow the Texas abortion law to go into effect. I'm going to break that down for you. And as I said earlier in the show, every story I've seen on this Texas law has been wrong. Every single one. And so I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, why it happened, and how this is going to move forward in the court system. So you're going to want to stick around through this break as we break all of that down. Brad Young sitting in tonight at your service. Don't go away. Keep pace with the latest locally. Ask your smart speaker to play KMOX. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young in this evening. And uh, I'm really glad. I'm really glad that you had a chance to listen to uh, Lieutenant Jay Redmond. Uh, because the guy's a Navy SEAL. He was injured, I believe it was in 2007, in Fallujah. And uh, he got the Purple Heart. He's, his list of medals is so long. And yet, in this in this situation, just like the firefighters on 9-11, he is focused uh, where most people are, 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 are running away from the crashing building. He's the kind of guy that's running towards it. And so when I heard, and I reached out to him as soon as I heard that he was involved with Task Force Pineapple Express, because uh, th- that's, that's, that's the kind of guy that represents the American spirit. It truly, truly does. He's not someone that's whining about the fact that he got hurt, but he turned that around and uses it to help others. And now he's even help other, helping others on the other side of the globe. So, I just applaud him, and I'm glad he could uh, squeeze us in this evening to talk. Hey, Jim's calling in, talking about the equipment from uh, the Afghan Army. Jim, welcome to Camel X. Hey, thanks for taking the call. I appreciate it. Sure. I just want to make a comment about this topic, because I've heard everybody talking about it in the big list of equipment that we left sitting there. Please keep in mind, that is a giant list of equipment that we took 20 years to deliver and equip a 300,000-man Afghan army that gave up and dropped all that equipment in a week while we had 2,500 soldiers over there. Yep. What were they supposed to do? Go pick it up? You want us to send 300,000 of our men over there to go get it? 
No, I, I can tell you exactly what to do, Jim. And that was uh, several months ago, I interviewed uh, a, a retired lieutenant general uh, whose name was John Schlosser. And he told me in June when I interviewed him that when we leave Afghanistan, the Afghan army will simply quit because they're all from the same tribe as the Taliban, many of the same tribes, and they have no desire to fight for Afghanistan. What they want is they want to get paid. And as long as the Afghan government was paying them, they would hang out there and get food and money. And once the U.S. pulls out, they're going to drop their weapons and leave. And that was exactly what happened. So if we were talking about that in June, why didn't we, as, as the United States, make provisions to either protect that equipment or start pulling that out months ago, knowing that the Afghan army was never going to use that to defend the country? Well, that is part of the, of the debacle of this whole situation that was handed from one president to another president to another president and finally ended up on Biden's lap. Mm-hmm. So when people sit and want to complain about the fact that Biden left it over there, that's just ignorant as far as I'm concerned. Well, Jim, it's only partially ignorant. Listen, I am in favor. I was in favor of it when Trump said it, and I was in favor of it when President Biden said it. And that is we did not need to stay there. We're not in the job of nation building. And our job in Afghanistan should have been concluded years ago. So I, I'm not coming at it from a perspective of saying we shouldn't have pulled out. But President Biden had since January 20th, he's had he had eight months, his generals, his staff had eight months to plan how do we do this effectively. And, it, and everything that he said leading up to the pullout and the withdrawal, everything he said was wrong, Jim. And so I don't think there's any problem placing blame at President Biden's feet for leaving all this equipment there because he had uh, months and months and months and, and his staff had even longer to plan this and they simply fumbled the ball. He had 2,500 men there. By the time he sat in the chair, the troop count was down to 2,500. How are you going to get all this equipment out of there? Well, easily. We got out 116,000 people in a week. We could have gotten out a lot of equipment in eight months. There was, and they didn't do it. They uh, simply didn't do it. I, you know what? I, I just don't know how you take 20 years of delivering equipment to arm a 300,000-man army and that, that drops their guns and flees in the course of, what, a week to 10 days? Whatever no, less than that. Less than uh, a week. Yeah. How are you... You know, those guys were, it was the Afghan army that had all that equipment. Well, and, and when you heard this number of 55,000, that is false. The, they're, they're counting in 100,000 police officers into that 300,000 number. But the bottom line is there should have been more planning and more understanding of what was going to happen when we pulled out. We knew it. I knew it. I had people telling me about it in June. And yet somehow that was lost on the Biden administration. That is just unfortunate. Hey, Jim, we're coming up here on the clock. I'm going to have to let you go. It was lost on the Trump administration, too. Well, thanks for calling in. Appreciate always hearing from callers. Hey, I didn't get a chance to talk about this uh, uh, Texas abortion law, so I'm going to break that down for you next hour. And then we're going to next hour, we're also going to talk to St. Louis County Councilman Ernie Trachus. We're going to talk to him uh, at around 9.15 because, you know, there's nothing been going on in St. Louis County lately. It's been just boring and nothing happening and uh, no excitement, no politics, no fireworks, just 
run-of-the-mill stuff here in St. Louis County. And uh, yes, my tongue is planted firmly in my cheek. Brad Young at your service tonight. Uh, We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 